Right, starting the start. Start, 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 start. Started. <clears throat> right, okay. Pod, podcast mode, come on. God, fuck's sake. <clears throat> gotta, gotta dig deep. It's really hello. Emotional. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hello. 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 Hello, my dear. Um, fuck's sake. <laughs> it's really weird right. seeing your energy kind of like peak and drop like quite quickly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, uh, rapidly. Uh, oh, yeah. fuck. This takes effort. Okay. I'm going to do that again because I was rubbing my desk. Hello and welcome to the Banff Report. Yes, my thigh desk. One more time. Hello and welcome to the Banff Report, the podcast with opinions. Not opinions, just pinions. Pinions. (laughs) Many pinions. Pinions that you can hear for free. I don't have any. I don't don't have any any pinions. Mm. Yeah, he's pinionless. He just goes with the crowd. (laughs) Drew Drew Sheeple McLeod, we call him. (laughs) I'm what, I'm what you call a mediator. I have no strong opinions one way or the other. Yes. Of, of, of the three of us, Drew certainly is Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. And by that I mean he's holding Nazi gold. Hey, whoa. Hold on. You get me in trouble. I need that. It's my nest egg. <laughs> Nazi gold nest egg. A Nazi egg, yeah. if you will. No, sorry. No, so I what you will, they had a great pension. Oh, fuck it, no. No, they didn't. No, I'll, I'll tell you what. Just I'll, I'll, say, I'll say what I will, and then I'll see how you feel about that statement later. <laughs> That's fucking horrendous. Uh, I'm just going to go on record and say, <laughs> Nazi's terrible. Don't be a Nazi. I mean, <laughs> you know, anyway. You should, no one needs to be told not to I be mean, one. I mean, you think no. that, Drew, but I mean... <laughs> well, yeah, but... If if they're going to decide that, they're going to be on it. Yeah, they're going to idiots and fucking crowd around and go, wearing masks is fucking... <laughs> oh, they're taking away our liberty. No. Uh, release the Snyder Cut. Yeah, that kind yeah. of... <laughs> they're the fucking idiots. The idiots that don't want a vaccine are the idiots that want more disease-ridden films fucking <laughs> floating about the place. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a great start. So, the two extra followers we got this week. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um... This week we're talking about a topic I kind of have trouble framing. It's like unassuming badasses or people who... Movies about people who you don't think are really good at killing people, but turns out they're really good at killing people. Is that fair to say? Mm. Yeah. Uh... Well, they sort of laid that out at the very beginning of John Wick, that he's amazing at killing people. Yeah. But then, yeah, I mean, it's that kind of basically movie similar to John Wick. That's that's the theme this week. I'd say that's better. Yeah, that's yeah. a better one. Um, John Wick likes. John Wicker likes. Yes. John Wicker likes. There we go. New genre. Wicker like. John Wicker likes. Wicked. Wick, John Wick. John WikiLeaks. <laughs> <laughs> John WikiLeaks. <laughs> Fucking hell! Get off the politics. Um, oh, anyway. oh, state secrets. <laughs> that's the reaction verbatim. Yeah, not a lot has really happened this week. I mean, there there is news. There is news. Have you seen the news about uh, Sony's excellent casting decision for Craven the Hunter? 
Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to bring no. this up, but then I was like, I want to hear Drew talk about this. Yes, I, Drew. Uh, I had it on the last week. They've cast, they've cast old Quicksilver himself. <laughs> uh, was Aaron, Aaron, Ta- fucking Aaron Taylor one. Johnson. Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson. You didn't see oh, that coming, did you, Drew? <laughs> because of course they have. Because in why film, not? Why did you just craven... dig your fucking hands into a hat? Full of names that shouldn't apply to characters, and then just pick out Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'll tell you what: why doesn't he just play? I don't know. He can he can play Arnie in the True Lies remake. Why don't they just do that? He can play Julia Roberts. He can be Aaron Brockovich. Why not Aaron Taylor Johnson? <laughs> fucking hell! Oh, the guy's about fucking five stone wet. Even if he got that big, the guy does nothing but pander about. Like, what is it in Godzilla? Where yes. this fucking all he does is like mope about. Like he he's walks got, from one like, more unlikely like, situation to the next. Yeah. yeah, like aside from the fact there's a huge monster destroying the city, he's still crying about the fact that he's he can't see his girlfriend. No, it's his Get dad. It. What is dad's girlfriend? Whatever. Brian Cranston gets killed by nuclear power, and his mum does. You know. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, fucking nuclear power. Cry about, it, cry about it to the people in Chernobyl. I'm sure they fucking want to hear that all again. Yeah. They can't. Their ears fell off. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, haven't seen the yeah. show, but um, <laughs> now the, I don't understand why they're making a Craven film without Spider-Man because that's just about some cunt who hunts, hunts animals. Yeah, yeah, unless, no, unless he hunts, he's going to go after Venom. He hunts the greatest game. That is man. Well, presumably they're so trying to set up the Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah that, they that's are. the presumption. The the rumors are that they've got Venom, Carnage. Well, not Venom so much because he's anti-hero aligned. You've got Carnage. You've got Morbius, Vulture from the MCU is crossing over to the Sony-verse. Um, there's, there's rumours that they're folding in Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin and uh, ah, 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 ah. Uh, Molina's Doc Ock. They're just bringing them in through the multiverse to create a Sinister Six that way. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Craven becomes a part of that. But, like, I know I know Drew has opinions on Jason Momoa, but, like, Jason Momoa's right there. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, you, like, if you're gonna, see, look... I wouldn't go Jason Momoa. I would have gone. What's his name? The dude from Three Hundred. Gerard Butler. Oh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it'd been good. yeah. that is a good a show. fucking Carl, Carl Urban. Yeah, but we're 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 very Carl Urban pro Carl Urban on this podcast. Yeah, that's you could because say, like, Carl Urban is very good. In, we're pro Urban. In, in the in the Kevin Smith fucking tone, you know, we would cast Carl Urban as the shark from Jaws. You know what I mean? We totally would because he'd fucking nail it. So like, you're going to give Kevin Smith ideas now. I don't think he needs ideas from us. He has enough. He doesn't need ones. ideas from anyone. <laughs> I, although, although if he ever gets around to someone ever shows him this podcast, which will never happen, please make Moose Jaws. I want to see Moose Jaws. I really do. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you can hear oh, this, yeah. Kevin Smith, don't make Moose Jaws. Absolutely make Moose Jaws. Don't make it. And also, stop crying. And oh. also, as a corollary to that, stop saying that every franchise you read about in a tiny snippet is going to be a billion-dollar franchise. And only you know the secret of how to make that work. No one cares. You're not a genius. <laughs> So yeah, Drew hates know. things. I don't hate things. <laughs> Kevin Smith just needs to knock it up. No. Every time he does it, he goes, Oh, hey, man! This is going to be so great, man! I'm like, dude, it's breakfast. It's literally breakfast. God forbid people can enjoy things. <laughs> enjoy things is fine. Enjoy Can't everything. Can't be enthusiastic about your and work. He's, a, and he's American, man. The Americans are hyper, you know? Just... Yeah, no kidding. Um... 
what were we talking about? Yeah, Craven. So Craven, that's a that's Craven, a Craven the ball bag. Yeah, that's it's a, a bad Craven decision. idea. I don't know if I used that properly. <laughs> I don't think it did. No, nobody can really see my eyebrow go up as well to look as I'm just stupid. Do you know what? I'm gone. I'm... So, yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> He's leaving everyone. Don't leave me with Drew. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Oh, comedy door slam. So yes, comedy that's. Door. There's other news I think that I haven't really wrote down. I'm sure. Um, you sure? You sure? You sure? I mean, we don't really do news here, you know, so it doesn't matter. If it was important, yeah, I'd remember. It's more just to set Drew off on something or the other. Yeah, because really. we knew it would set him off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why I had God. that so we Kevin Spacey snippet last week as well. It was sort of like, oh, you know, yeah. that's what it's talking about because that sounds like a fucking terrible idea in Hollywood. Yeah. What, what are they doing with Kevin Spacey? Well, he's coming back as a pedo detective, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's coming back as a detective investigating. I think, I'm not sure if he's accused or if he's investigating somebody wrongly accused no, of he's, sexual wait, assault. Wait, he's, hold up, hold up. He's how, how, how old up? He's a convicted pedophile. They're giving him work. Yeah, Franco Nero of the original, we talked about this this week, Franco Nero of the original Django fame, Italian movie maker, is making a movie about... Uh, police detective who's investigating some a police detective who was wrongly accused of sexually assaulting a child investigating some crime and him kind of trying to make a comeback in society and they've cast pederast kevin spacey (laughs) (laughs) because of course you would and like everyone knows what he's doing everyone knows what's going on it's just like and he never denied it yeah, he just kind of disappeared into the wilderness and he's come back with his tongue in his cheek, which, you know, just fuck off, Kevin Spacey. Just no one wants to see you anymore. You've ruined all the movies you were in that were good. You know, I can't watch Superman Returns ever again. <laughs> well, there's lots of reasons not to watch that ever again, no, in all fairness. That's, that's not the film I was actually pulling out, but yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's just. Hollywood is such an interesting <laughs> place. That's yes, it's about. I'm waiting for them to announce um, Brian Singer as a producer on it. <laughs> that would just be that would be the cherry on the cake, wouldn't it? It reminds me of the fucking brass eye sketch of like when they fired that fucking pedo into space, and then it oh, turns yeah. out that they accidentally left a small child on board <laughs> no, the space. <laughs> And it's like this is absolutely the worst thing that we could have that could have happened. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's when they uh, they attribute the uh, exact quote to NASA. So this was the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, uh, fucking that's happening. And we brought it up last week, but it was that important. We thought we brought it up this week. So yeah. Well, whatever. You know, cool. Good whatever. for that. So um. What have we been up to, gang? Drew, what have you been up to after not being with us last week because of your <sighs> UTI? <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my UTI. I did have a, a bit of a sting in the old tail. A Brian Stinger. <laughs> um, just working, working non-stop and uh, trying to get my head around drawing these bits of tattoo flash, things like that. But mainly working in, in the gym, really. Not much. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I haven't really got much else to say. I finished watching Mindhunter. That was it's um, good, isn't it? Unbelievably good. Yeah. I can't believe how how good that is. But it's David Fincher, so yeah. you, I mean that guy doesn't he doesn't really hold anything back. 
So I'll, I'll finish watching that. That was my, well. I've still got like the end of one episode to go. Actually, I was tried watching it when I got back from work and just fell asleep as soon as they were pulled over some dude on the road. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched Brightburn again the other day. Oh yeah, I thought you didn't like that. I don't. I watched it to see if I, I really didn't I, like I, it. <laughs> was, was I wrong for disliking it, or or was I right? And it turns out. I was right. <laughs> I just really hate it. <laughs> I think people say it's got a great like concept, it's just not executed very well. Well, I think that's the problem with that concept. I was thinking about this when I was watching it. Um, is it, it's a really, it's a really cool concept when uh, each each everyone on their own is thinking about it in their own head. But the only place, like with Superman, for example, see the story is that he crashes, he gets raised by parents, becomes good. So you get a lot of nuance. But when a kid just realizes he's superhuman and he's just got these powers and nothing can stop him, you've hit the end of the road of what you can tell with that story. You've just gone, right, if he's unstoppable, the only thing that can happen now is is murder and chaos. So you sort of, you you paint yourself into a corner. So on paper, it's a really cool idea. What if Superman went bad when he was a kid or whatever? But then Mm. once he does, there's no really, there's nowhere else to go. And I thought there were some cool parts in it where he's taunting the mum at the end, like flying through the house. Um, I thought that was really cool. But that part where he's, he's like trying to figure out what the words mean and he's like, take, take, take the, take the world. I was like, right, no, shut up. Like, that's it's like the, um, the Twilight Zone episode of the kid who can like read people's minds. And because he's like a small child, he just wants to watch TV and play cartoons play around all the time and all the parents are just like terrified of him because he will like turn the town into fucking dust and transform a fucking your his uncle bob into a fucking jack-in-the-box because he said like you need to tell this kid no every now and again he doesn't want to be told no yeah i know the simpsons version of that that's what i, I saw the original first. yeah the um the actual ep- the actual twilight zone episode is pretty good they remade it again in like the 2000s and um mm. the guy from i think it's it's either in the movie or it's in the 2000s but like the kid the guy who the guy who played the kid in the original is to, like it's like a sequel to it where like he's an adult and he's got a kid who's got the same powers and it's like how is he going to deal with this situation now that he you know what i mean but like it's a weird kind of like um in the in the in the original episode, like it comes across that this small town is like empty and everyone there's like six people in it and it's the kids' family and they're being dwindled down slowly and slowly and slowly because the kids just like doing really fucked up shit to them. So how this guy would have grown up to be an adult who could have a child in the first place is a bit mind boggling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's an interesting idea. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and like I said, that's with what the Twilight Zone was. Many yeah. interesting ideas. There are some duds in the Twilight Zone. It's with, like yeah. if I would say, if you're gonna watch the Twilight Zone, it's worth watching. I watched through all, all of them about a year ago, whilst listening to another podcast where like <clears throat> called the Twilight Highlight Zone, where they watch five episodes, talk about five episodes, that kind of thing, and that was interesting yeah. to to do. There's some great episodes like about this guy in called Franklin, who's in this casino in Vegas. 
and he's like taunted by the slot machine <laughs> and he's like right. finds this finds this lucky coin and he keeps winning with this coin he keeps winning and winning and winning and he goes to bed and like he has these dreams of the slot machine kicking his door down going Franklin 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 <laughs> and it's just really <laughs> fucking dumb as fuck but like eventually he loses all his money and his wife leaves him and he just becomes destitute because nothing good happens in the twilight zone <laughs> you know what I mean it is very much that like fucking uh what's his face mickey from rocky he's like can read all the books in the world and then he breaks his glasses he's like no there was time now no i know that from futurama yeah it's great the scary door it's very much like when you watch it back you kind of go oh that's where the simpsons got that from oh that's where they got that from there's a lot of that but anyway um is that it drew just bright being not a fan no, Brighton, not a fan. Mindhunter, big fan. I what really want to nail um... an Ed Camper impression. I think that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> what was the um, James Gunn horror movie he did with um, John C. McGinley? It's like an office one. Oh, yeah. the um, It was about that experiment. Um, the Stanford Prison Experiment. Uh, kind of thing. Yeah, it was, I think it was kind of based on that. I think. Is that right? But it was in an office. So Yeah, yeah it would be. Yeah, they, yeah they, they set it in what? In like an office block and then they... Uh, had the higher ups and the the people on the you know the bottom tier, bottom up. Yeah, and yours. they were just giving them orders and telling them to do shit. I think it's something like that. I can't remember. I've really not sold it. I've really undersold the story as well. But I'm not a big fan of James Gunn either. Um, Kel fucking surprise. So. <laughs> <laughs> List of things Drew likes. Um, fucking Fincher. I like, David, I like David Fincher. David Fincher, I just think he's got an eye for detail. Um, and whether you like his films or not, just watching them there. It's like watching someone who really wants to put their all into every shot, make every shot count. I don't think there's much of that around. Obviously, because it takes time, and studios don't want people involved in things that are not going to make them back billions of pounds. A billion, billions of dollars. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think he just he makes films with a lot of grace. And I, I don't think that's a very... Uh, a very common, common thing. Thing, yeah. Yeah. You don't. You mean you don't. You you mean you're not excited to see James Cameron's nine Avatar sequels? <laughs> oh, I think God. James Cameron. James Cameron had like he's doing that thing where the, the legend is outdoing the actual man himself. Yeah. He he had a couple of good films, and now his bad films far outweigh what he's done. I mean, I thought The Abyss was really good. Terminator yeah. was obviously a masterpiece. Everyone's enjoying Aliens, and he's. That's fine. That that good selections of work you got there. But I mean, Titanic made a horrific amount of money. That's James Cameron, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't like it. But it's, it's a good film. You can't argue with that. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's a. I yeah, I think I agree with Dan. There. I don't like it, but it is a good film. But I just Avatar and all this fucking wankery and <laughs> self obsession has yeah. got like I've got to, I've got to be the man to be at the deepest part of the ocean. What a what a goal. Good for you. Mm. What are you going to do down there? Make a film? I doubt it. And now he's doing. <laughs> Avatar, or however many he's doing. It's weird, like, with Avatar, that movie is back at being the highest grossing movie of all time because they re-released it somewhere over, like, a couple months ago, and it's now back to being the highest grossing movie of all time. That's just a petty bitch. And it's made made no cultural impact. Like... Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I could only name. I could name one character from that movie, and that's Jake Sully because of the stupid fucking meme of like, "I love you, Jake Sully." <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all. <laughs> that's all I know of that film. I'm like, 
I have no Im- that has not had no impact on society at all. Avatar and it's just like how has that made no. two and a half billion dollars? It's I just... think yeah, he definitely believes it. It had more of an impact than it did, and I, I know that it was it was one of the three D films. I know he yes he pioneered three D for it, and it yeah. was one of the three D films that really worked in that format for what it was. Mm. But it wasn't a good film no. anyway. It it just no, looked really space. nice, like Gully was... in space. Yeah. Yeah, it was anyway. a really nice looking film, but I hope he just, I hope he gets fucking depressurized at the bottom of whatever trench he's gonna fucking, fucking float down hell. to next, just to oh. knock it off. It's like with uh, if you know any film that's made like a cultural impact, you can you can quote lines from like any film, any major film. You know at least one line from any like huge film, even if it's not your jam, but like that. I know nothing. What? There's, I, like, I know there's, the word unobtainium. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, it's a which stupid is fucking name. A grown-up. Fuck a you, grown you lazy shit. The best yeah. thing that ever came out of that movie was there was a really good SNL sketch with Ryan Gosling, where he plays like um, I think he, I think he's just a normal dude in the sketch who can't. He's having a really hard time getting his head around the fact that whoever designed the poster for Avatar just clicked the papyrus font and wrote the word Avatar in it. And he just it's <laughs> the sketch of him just not being able to get his head around someone oh, doing man. a billion dollar movie and using the papyrus font. That's the best thing that came of, of Avatar. Of Avatar. Yeah. Because uh, we all know. You... And I guess I guess Dread, because Dread technically worked in the three D craze. And if it wasn't for the three D craze, then maybe Dread wouldn't have got made. Yeah, but I'm not gonna give that but to that's James a, Cameron. Yeah, he, that's, he gets enough that's, press. That's a I remember when yeah. I'd argue that Dread had still been made. He was jerking himself off over the fact he came up with the Predator because uh, Stan Winston told a story about how he was on a, on a plane with James Cameron and he was trying to design this outfit for this this you know the Predator, um, and James Cameron was like, "Well, I've always wanted to see something with mandibles." Apparently, that's the quote. And <laughs> St- Stan Winston just drew it drew on the fly, it. and I was like, "Well, he drew the thing," but James Cameron's always like, "Yeah, I I came I, up I, with I, it. Yeah. I, I suggested the mandibles, and uh, yeah, maybe I'm just a genius." I'm like, "Well, you didn't draw it, mate." You didn't do anything. You no. literally sat there in first class, probably jerking yourself off, watching a, your own 10-hour director's cut of whatever hack job movie he was making at the time. <laughs> Actually, it was probably true live. No, it wouldn't be. Well, remember, for that. <clears throat> we all know the uh, the James Cameron aliens story, don't we? Okay. Which? The alien story which? of James Cameron is the reason, the, the way he got aliens made, I think it's James Cameron, he... um. He walked into an office, the boardroom office, for this meeting. He wrote "alien" on a white on a whiteboard. Looked at everyone, wrote an S, and they were like, "Okay." And then he put dot, like lines through the S to make it look like a dollar symbol, and just put the pen down. And everyone was like, <laughs> "Do you know that reminds me? Have you seen you seen Black Books? You know where she's yeah. doing? She goes in to do that board meeting. She <laughs> yeah. goes, goes a circle on the board and goes, is this the best we can do? <laughs> yeah, and then just throws like... another one and goes, are we or are we not a company? And everyone <laughs> yeah. just applauds. That's fucking, that's it all yeah, over. Yeah, apparently that's how Aliens got made. He just drew, wrote Aliens on a board and made the yes a dollar symbol. And they were like, yes, James Cameron, you've done it again. It's like, if that doesn't sum up Hollywood, <laughs> I don't know what fucking does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, Ugh. that's a tangent. Um, Dan, what have you been up to over the over the past few days? <clears throat> few days, um, as discussed earlier, I just got back from Ikea, went and got a, got a debt off oh. for the 
vast amount of anime figures that are building up in their boxes and haven't been taken out yet. So, uh, yeah, yeah, got some more display cabinet. Um, and I've been watching Scrubs. Yes. Scrubs! Um, oh, yeah. fucking hell. This is all on Disney Plus. So I was like, I'm going to start watching this again. So, uh, no, it's been no, fun. I, no, don't watch it on Disney Plus. They changed so much of the soundtrack and it ruined it. Scrubs used to have, one of the key points of Scrubs was uh, all the songs that they used throughout the entire series, I know that fucking show at the back of my hand, it's amazing, were perfectly chosen for the scenes. Now they're right. streaming it, they couldn't get the rights, so they changed the yeah, loads of the soundtrack. Yeah, Disney oh. Disney didn't want to pay for the rights out of their just shoveling fucking gold into their fucking castle, you know what I mean? They didn't want to spare a coin. But yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure. That. Yeah, I'm not sure whether it's... it's uh, it's the same on Disney, but I know when they initially started streaming that, all the mu- well, I'd say about seventy to eighty percent of the music and the song choices different. were all different, and it completely ruined the flow. Like well, some know. of them just don't work at all. But if you stream it on Putlocker, shout out to Putlocker. Um, <laughs> other, <laughs> other, other, other totally legal services are available. <laughs> um, you can you, you get the. Uh, you get the proper soundtrack. Yeah, you get the pro- you, you get it ripped from TV when it when it aired. Yeah. yeah. Um, if they don't want to stream that. illegally, then don't fuck it up. Don't yeah. Fuck it. I mean, Disney Plus have a history of like fucking up stuff on their platform. Like when Simpsons launched on there, it was like we've put all the Simpsons on there, and they've they released it in widescreen, but it was letterboxed, so it just cut out like forty yeah. percent of all the jokes. And it's like. You just miss so much comedy in that, and they took them like eight months to put the four by three versions up on there, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? But wasn't Scrubs there? Was um, yeah, there was. Um, I know they've cut one episode from there um, because it features blackface. Um, oh, it I might be the so one anyway. where Turk, where JD has imagines Turk and yeah, 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 and like, there's another one where he imagines he's black, and it's like. You you had a dream about where you're black again? And it was like, no. <laughs> and it's like Jadian yeah. blackface, yeah. Yeah, which it, which, mm, it's technically... the blackface thing's weird. It's mm. not that we it, should have an opinion on it, it, it I guess. It's, yeah. it's well it, it shouldn't be taken because it works within the context of the mm. joke. Yeah, and, and the friendship it. as well, I guess. And it's because yeah. they did the same with community where um Senior Chang um had sort of like turned up a D and D campaign as a dark elf. Sort of thing. Yeah, but he was and all black. Like, yeah, and they were like, "Why are you in blackface?" It's like, I'm a dark elf, and I'm uh, a drow. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. it. And uh, the, I mean, the whole joke was that like, Senior Chang is like a terrible person anyway, so you wouldn't yeah. put it past him if if he had done that. But um, he wasn't. He was generally cosplaying as a drow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and that was that's that's where the humour came from. And it was, mm. I don't know, I can't speak for people finding it offensive just because no, just because I don't. And there are obviously places where you definitely shouldn't do it like such as well we need a black guy to play this person oh fuck it let's just put blackface on that's when it's yeah. wrong sort like, of thing in my opinion like when i mean it's a weird thing like mm-hmm. i always bump up against the star trek next generation because like wolf's kid and a lot of the klingons are just actors in technically blackface but yeah. klingons aren't black people klingons are an alien species and it's like oh it gets really muddy here yeah. you know what no, i mean was, like you you absolutely shouldn't run up against any bad feelings towards that. When it's when it's something which is, you, when it's something people can find offence in, when it's not aimed at anything, and it is a specific choice for the a creature, for example, like a Klingon yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't run up against it. I think if people do run up against it, that's where the trouble starts. 
Yeah. When you when you you're actively trying to find a reason to find that annoying, then I think that's when I, entertainment yeah. you get it's, a money um, line. I think when it's it, uh, I was going to say that like, in all fairness, Star Trek has done a lot worse in the past with that in terms of like, oh, the Klingons, they're all just uh, Chinese people. Like back yeah. in the 60s, that's literally, that's why yeah, they had to bring in like the ridges like... and stuff for yeah. like the yeah. films, because it was like, See, that's... oh no, oh, I know it's off the time, but oh dear, it's the Yellow yeah. Menace. It's very, uh, to it. it's very Sean Connery sense. and um, Sean Connery and James Bond when they're like, we're going to make you out up oh to be, God. we're going to put you in disguise <laughs> oh, yeah. as a Japanese man. And it's like, yeah, they cut to like, like high tech prosthetic surgery and it's like, They've yellowed up his skin. They've put tape on his eyes, and they've given him a fucking shitty <laughs> And it's like, and you're like, this is a fucking Bond movie. Wow! <laughs> like, what the fuck, sixties? That is Jesus. Like, there's there's a thing where sometimes you go, even though it's of the time, that's still fucking stupid. That's so fucking like, yeah. racist. Oh, anyway. Scrubs, good show with the ones. Yeah, Watch Scrubs. it somewhere else. Yeah, moving on from three white guys talking about race politics. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, um, no, uh, yeah, Scrubs. I- I'm enjoying it. It's still good. It's um, I'm in season three now. Um, yeah, it starts to pick up. It starts to pick up, really pick up about season three, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I've been enjoying it since like season two. I mean, you had yeah. the whole Dr. Cox baby thing. Um, that's kind of just because like, Ryan Reynolds is the one who sort of like yeah. tells him. And you had a baby. Season. Yeah. It's in the end of season guest appearance. It's like, oh, okay, so we're only up to the main cast to do it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is so good. And, like, I love all the, the sort of, like, guest stars that they do get on for that yeah. show as well. Because everybody's Brendan. fucking bumming friends at the moment because of the yeah, reunion. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and, but, yeah, sorry, Scrubs, I think, is massively... It's, like, 90% of the planet, it seems. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I used I, to I, like it, but I grew up. <laughs> he you says. grew out of it. <laughs> I grew up. I think it's yeah, the difference, just, yeah. Whereas yeah. Scrubs just holds up for me. I've, I've always preferred it. It was so much uh, more sort of like offbeat and wacky, and it did sort of like. Um, yeah. It's probably around the same time as Family Guy, but it was the first live action thing that I know of to really lean into like the comedy cutaway. Yeah, it's um, very surreal at times. But yeah. Scrubs, Scrubs really has like sincerity to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and, and you, uh, you're not supposed. To, I don't. Well, I got the impression. Um, so every time I watch it, you're not supposed to to like JD, no, and no, they they write, they, yeah. they write that really well with having this really flawed main character, which makes everybody else around him fix certain aspects of his personality as as he grows up, mm. um, and they they I think they nailed that really well, which means you can keep watching it because you enjoy watching that that progression of the characters in Scrubs. Yeah, um, and like. They actually sort of like there's a lot of emotional weight behind like everything as well. Being in a hospital, they don't shy away from that. It's not like oh we're funny in a wacky hospital like fucking Doogie Howser or something. It's they really lean into like oh yeah this this guy like the whole thing with like uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah, that's so God, sad. It's so harrowing. Like um, well, a lot a lot of those stories are true. Um, it was uh, the two of the consultants on the show uh, who the characters JD and Elliot are based on. Um, and oh, they right. do all the they do all the medical consults for the show, so most of that um, is it's all it's all legit. So the the medical shit and it stands up for the most yeah. part. They they just they don't shy away from it at all. Because I remember this was one really harrowing ending to an episode where like Doctor Cox is having like a super bad time of it, and then like the end of the episode is just all of his patients fucking dying. Um, yeah, and it's, it's the, um... that How to Save a Life song, uh, the Maroon 
5-1. Yeah, uh, he's, fighting, he's fighting for the uh, the organ donor. And yeah. they can't figure, JD can't figure out why he died. And then it turns out after the fact that he had rabies. So he's inadvertently given everyone rabies. Um, yeah. Really, yeah. really good. Good time. It's a good time. But yeah, I, I just, I just, I fucking love it. The dynamic between like JD and Turk and like how yeah. it shows that they're like mates in real life or like became mates because they just get more and more ridiculous as it goes on. And then back to the earlier mention of John C. McGinley. He's still the best character, like Dr. Cox. Love him. He is. He so really so good, um, but yeah, I've just been uh, I've been watching that and I've been playing more Mass Effect in the last couple of days. Uh, it's basically it. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch the film we're going to talk about, but I don't mind spoilers. I uh, will. Yeah, whatnot. we'll get into that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah just uh, I, I, when I went to IKEA earlier, I had to go see some friends I haven't seen for a while as well, which was nice. Nice, had a little coffee. And a little meter, <laughs> and then we talked about geeky shit about that we've seen and that we are going to see, and then we talked about Star Wars and how we like but don't like, and all this <laughs> sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. It's good time. Cool. How about you, Jan? Hang on, Drew. Could you turn your music down a little bit? <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize it was still playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is his backing track. <laughs> yeah, he just has a backing track of just yeah. early. North new metal constantly <laughs> <laughs> the odd Steve Vai song <laughs> well anyway this week um, I watched some movies that we're going to talk about in a bit I finished the story in Assassin's Creed Valhalla it ends on a oh, bit yeah. of a it, it ends it, it ends, ends. <laughs> I mean it, it. I like Finn. what they did with the ending it's like it kind of no we shit. <laughs> um, spoilers. Because I can't talk spoilers, man. Spoilers for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. If you haven't finished it by now, which is not surprising because that game is horrifically long, but the, like you get through the story and you've killed all the Templars and stuff like that and all these things, but you get to the last Templar and it turns out to be the person you've been working with for the one one of the people you've been working with in England for the entire game and you don't actually <clears throat> you don't actually kill him it turns out he's been secretly feeding you information about the order that he's in charge of cuz he fucking despises the order and he's kind of working destroy, to destroy it from the inside so like as an in an assassin's creed game that's quite novel because most of them are just like Ah, oh, these are the Templars, and look at them, they're all so bad. Blah, 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 oh, kill the Templars. And this is the only first one where you get to the end of the game, and the guy's like, uh, yes, we've, like, I want no part in this. I've completely seceded my crown. I'm no longer a kin king. I'm just going to serve God in this small village making butter cakes. Oh, yeah, it was um, Alpha the Great, wasn't it? Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was quite, quite interesting. You know, it, was a good, it was a good take yeah. on it. <laughs> um the the actual boss aspects of it are a bit shit they're just like i like i don't mind their like semi dark souls rpg combat that they've leaned on since odyssey it's pretty it's more it's i like having assassinations be one hit kills so i turn that on because they have an access accessibility option in the options to do that they do say this is not how the game is meant to be played i'm like yeah but if i'm gonna stab somebody in the throat i want them to die instantly and yep. next lots of sense like but i also like the combat system of like having to parry having to use dodges and breaks and things like that which is quite interesting so i ha i'm having fun with it i'm gonna probably i might fall off 
with a couple of the last bit last trophies because like some of them are like defeat all the all log players and like i'm not playing 86 games of dice fuck off <laughs> you know what i mean i'm not doing that so it depends on what i'll get my fill of it move on and i think the next game i'm going to pick up is either going to be power wash simulator or what yeah dan's like what <laughs> what Power Wash Simulator is a thing where basically it is what it sounds like. You go to places that are really dirty and you clean them. I power, power washed. I power washed my steps yesterday with a power washer and it was shit. What? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, no. I get, I get the driving simulators. I get like the truck and the train simulators no, and stuff like that. It's, but like Mario Sunshine called, is that? Just fucking play called... Mario Sunshine. They're called they're called quote unquote Zen simulators. Like I find I like I have a game like that called House Flipper. House Flipper's fucking great because you literally just you buy this house and it's fucking stinking and you just like clean it up. You mop up spills. You do things things. You repaint the walls. You I, I can't imagine a world and where like, someone would buy a video game that <clears throat> involves tidying up. And it's just like, and then at the end of it, you sell, you you design it in a way to market to certain people, and you sell it to try and make the most profit. And it's a weird thing of like, I like suffering with depression. I struggle to like clean myself. Yeah, I'll play a video game where I'll power yeah. wash a fucking house for nine hours. I was going to say ninety percent got... of the people playing these games, their house is going to be a shit tip. It's like, oh man, yeah. I wish I could tidy up. <laughs> it's like it's a weird like i don't know it just gets me into i get it like, it's it's the same yeah. sort of feeling i get when i build gundams or paint miniatures yeah, and it's stuff. about you go into that happy place don't you the it's switch flow on. state yeah it's like a, it's a yeah. weird like yeah and I, it's i find it interesting or i've downloaded subnautica on playstation 5 because it was free with playstation plus so i might actually be playing that next and because everyone's talking about subnautica below zero the latest arctic expansion and i've never played subnautica no, so, same. I'm going to give that a go first, see if that gets it hooks into me, and then if it doesn't, Power Wash Simulator, I know I'll enjoy, and it's only like 15 quid, I might pick that up, but we'll see. Yeah, Jesus. Let me know. <laughs> Just buy a pressure washer. Um, yeah, but let me know about uh, Subnautica, though, because um, I've heard many things about that, and I'm a bit annoyed yeah. that that is the free game, because I've cancelled my PS Plus. It's going to end at the end of this month, I think. Next month because, is like, not very good. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't play any of the games I fucking download is like my Steam library. I just, I, I like, oh, free game, brilliant. I never go to them, I think. Um, I, I do, played through but then I play fucking, I play, I, I can't not consume content because I can't have my own thoughts disturb me, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the screaming in my head. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, um, like, yeah, I mean, I never play, like, multiplayer either because I fucking hate no, playing with people. Either. So I'm like, this is my game, get out of my fucking game. Unless it's like... I th- couch multiplayer where you're like side by side or you know doing yeah. Mario Party or something daft like that. I think but, um, I, I think it's the point in PS Plus anymore. I think you'd like Subnautica. I tend to keep my PlayStation Plus PlayStation PlayStation Plus PlayStation just Plus. in case there is a game it on there that I'm like, good. oh I'll just I'll tag that just in case like my internet goes out one day and I'm like, oh I can't stream any new fucking anything on the internet. I've got nothing to do. I'll just scan through my library and see or like I'll have something downloaded I can just play or give a go and then sack off but I'm the same I've got fucking hundreds of games on there now that I just haven't played but that's what I'm going to try next um, I think it's because of PlayStation Plus as well is that there's been two occasions now where they've had a big sale 
and I've got something on the sale. Uh, and next it's come out PS Plus. They did it with Control, and I was yeah. fucking tamping about that. And then uh, they've recently done it with Squadrons as well, Star Wars Squadrons. Yes. And I say like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I, I'd rather just sort of like, just, if, if there's a game Probably I fancy, I'll, I'll pick it up on sale rather than PS Plus yeah. anyhow, because I, like, I won't play it on PS Plus, but at least then, once I have it. the game, yeah. I own it, and they can't take it away, which they will do when my PS Plus cancels. They'll take away yeah. that chunk I, um, of library. Like. I, there is definitely a feeling of mine of like, I keep it active just in case, but at the same time, like, I mean, it's weird. Like, PlayStation, I'm fine with. It's the only subscription service for gaming I actually subscribe to. I mean, Humble Bundle, technically. But with Steam, like, or Epic Game Store or Game Pass on PC, I don't subscribe to them because, like, everyone raves about Game Pass. I'm like, yeah, it's probably great, but a lot of the games I have no interest in because on PC it's all, like, Halo Wars. I'm like, I don't want to fucking play Halo Wars and shit like yeah. that. And, like, it's nine quid to maybe try a game I might like, maybe... And I'm like, eh, I'd rather own it. And like on PC, yeah. I would, I would rather just own it. And I'll just any game that's on Game Pass, I will, unless it's exclusive to Xbox, I'll look to see if it's on Steam, and I'll just wish list it on Steam. And then when it goes to like sixty percent off, I just pick it up for a tenner. You know what I mean? Yeah, that and makes that's sense. Usually, what I do, and then it's mine forever. Then I don't have to worry about the ten pound I spent on Game Pass that month. You know, but then yeah, it's it's. It, I don't know. I draw. I draw weird lines about stuff, but gaming yeah. wise, yeah. Um, I get it. My mate Tom's on PlayStation now, and he says he's been enjoying that. Now. And yeah, I'm the same. I'm sort of like I've, I've got enough anyway. But he's only kind of oh hi Tom. He does listen. Um, <laughs> he um, he doesn't buy or play many games, sort of thing. Yeah. From what I can Perfect. gather, so, apart from so yeah, for just something like oh if I just pay X amount, then I've got all this fucking choice. So um, yeah. he's the only person I know who's used it though. I um, have used I, it. All right. I've used, I've used it to play... This is Netflix for games, isn't it? I used it only for PlayStation 4 games. I used it to download... Yeah. I had a free two-week trial, so I downloaded Lego Batman 3 to get an easy platinum. Um, I tried Get Even on console through there, and the frame rate was like 10 frames. So I was like, turned it on and went, nope, and just uninstalled it instantly. I was like, I'll buy <laughs> that on PC. Um, yeah. And I think I've tried... Oh, I played um, Broken Age, the Double Fine game. It's like a point and click that was kickstarted. It's got like Elijah Wood and Jack Black in it and stuff, which is pretty good. Oh. It's very. Um... <laughs> I thought you said Elijah Wood as Jack Black. It's like that's the game <laughs> I'd fucking play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's, it's like um, it. yeah, it's like. Secret of Monkey Island kind of like vibe. It's very oh, like a puzzle Tim, gamey. Yeah, Tim Schafer, very funny very interesting fun to play and i was like i wasn't sure if i wanted to buy it or not so i tried it through there and i had fun with it but streaming through it like ps3 games fucking avoid that because it streams at 720p and like as soon as your fucking internet goes a bit choppy you're just you're just looking at a wall of pixels and it's like i can't Uh. fucking play like this which sucks because like i i know why ps3 games are backwards compatible because sony decided to make the PlayStation 3 architected the most complex fucking chipset possible, so you just can't emulate it. Oh, and I mean, even even the hive mind of the internet have been trying to emulate PC, PS3 games for what must be fucking 15 years now, and they've got maybe five that you can emulate at 80%. And it's like, wow. that's wild. I mean, that is fucking wild. But yeah, 
movies and TV wise, I've watched those movies we're going to talk about next, and I haven't really watched much TV. I've been watching. I restarted rewatching Fringe because Fringe. I is, love Fringe. Fringe is so fucking good. It's amazing. Like, like people don't talk about Fringe. No. Even anyone near it's in Lost's shadow. That's why. Yeah, it is, and it's like it's so much better than Lost. It's yeah. got fucking. What's his face from Dawson's Creek in it? It's got fucking John Noble in it as Water Bishop, and he is. I just shit myself. Oh, he's so fucking good. He's like, amazing. It makes me sad that he'll never be able to be Doctor Octopus because, like, he would be a great think... Doc Ock. Oh, you know what I mean? God. But he's just he's too incredible. old. Yeah. And it's just like that's so. Ah, oh, but yeah. So I'm rewatching Fringe. I finished watching Time Team, much to Drew's pleasure. But that's other news. Guess what, guys? I found out a couple weeks ago, Time Team's coming back on YouTube. They kickstarted oh, a new series. There's no. three episodes coming back to YouTube. It's got all your favourites. Stuart Ainsworth's going to come back and survey the landscape. You've got fucking John Gator and his Geofizz. Oh, it's going to be fucking excellent. I cannot Jesus. wait to, for more Time Team. YouTube big Time up. Team. YouTube Time Team, big thumbs up for me. Looking forward to that. So Haven't they just dug up everything, though? <laughs> What's the left excavated the to- um, They've excavated the planet. With the amount of bloody seasons of Time Team there are, <laughs> surely most of Britain is just like no, an excavation are, site at this got... point. They haven't been to my <laughs> garden, actually. The YouTube series. Here, here first, season two, they'll be in my garden. <laughs> uh, anyway, they have got... Yeah, more. You can find out more at the Time Team official YouTube page. Anyway, that's what I've been doing this week. I love Time Team, man. I just... I t- anyway... Movies this week, talking about John Wicker likes, John Wicky leaks. John Wicky leaks. So, think, <laughs> think, John Wick. I just want to make a film with, like, <laughs> just like a John Wick spoof, but it's just Julian like Assange, Julian, Julian Assange, Assange just running around. <laughs> running around just, the fucking embassy, yeah. kind of going, oh, they took away my internet. <laughs> <laughs> just, just firing high speed paper airplanes with sort of like government secrets on it at people. Ah, uh, anyway. We're talking that. So when I think of that, I think the progenitor for these type of movies is, I kind of think is taken because that's kind of where like... In the modern sense. Yeah, in the modern sense because like it's about a movie about a guy whose daughter's been kidnapped and then he suddenly you find out he's this fucking insane killer. And I I say that very loosely because when you look back at Taken now, it's... Liam Neeson's doing his best, but a lot of the choreography is like really quick, close in, hands kind of yeah. shuffling around, <laughs> and then the, and then the bad guys on the floor, and it's like, oh, that was that was a fight scene, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but um, top work, Liam. Yeah, I guess of that series, I think John Wick is the best, easily. That's where they refined it, I think, where yeah, they've absolutely nailed it. Like the essence of it all, the peak of it of like you have a great like intro a good reason for this guy to come out of retirement and the action in john wick is literally unparalleled it is so (laughs) it's so (laughs) finely choreographed and like refined it's fucking brilliant and casting keanu i mean we all know keanu can do action because like the matrix and things but like it's such a good choice i mean so yeah what would you say your guys' favourite films in the genre, if you can think of any. I mean, I'd probably go 
like John Wick as well, to be honest, just because like I said, they mm. do nail it, and it is it is formulaic in terms of sort of like you've got the sort of like everything's cool, then a big emotional beat, so much like Taken, it's like you've taken my daughter in yeah. this one, it's like you killed my dog, and then mm. action happens, and I think that's probably why I never watched the John Wick sequels, which I've heard are quite good. But they get like, they get two is fine, two is as good as one ish. It's a bit yeah. Ish. But then three, it reaches that point of like critical mass, and it just be it kind of goes over the edge. I think. Yeah, force victim to its own success sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 odd, but no, I'd, I'd definitely say John Wick because I mean the fight scenes. There's nothing. They've, they're quite grounded. There's nothing overly outlandish that he does. And that's sort of, you know, like in any sort of like Arnie bloody um, action film or anything like that, there's always some fucking ridiculous action sort of tropes that they do, but they, they kind of play it really straight, which is what I think works mm. really well for it. Um, Taken, I've seen a few times, but years ago. And again, I never watched Taken 2 or 3 because I was there Me like, either. That, that, that I saw one. Done. I don't need to know more. I know in, I think in, <laughs> there's a bit in, I think, Taken 2 or 3 where like he's trying to locate whoever's been kidnapped's location and she's just huffing grenades out of a building. <laughs> 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 and, it's just, and he's like, oh, I can hear the explosions. You sure? This many miles away. And now all I could think of when I heard that, I was like, oh, never mind the hundreds of people who've just died through collapse. Because yeah. his wife has been huffing grenades out of a building. <laughs> but wasn't wasn't that the thing though? Is that like you had the first one? It was like one man after his daughter, and then yeah. from what I can tell from the sequels, it's like oh let let's bring mum along, yeah. or let's bring the daughter along, or something like that. And it's like no, no, that's that's the one and done story. <clears throat> I mean, there's you, you, with John Wick, the thing the thing that they do do really well with John Wick is very early on they establish a law really yeah. quickly and really sort of like um efficiently that this guy was um a killer like a trained killer or what have you yeah and then like you know he goes to the hotel and it's a hotel full of assassins where they hand out jobs and it's like fuck you've already got places that can branch out for from so well it's like yeah i get this they were going to do a tv series set in that hotel at one point um so that works really well, but like, yeah, with with take, taken is just like dad goes save his daughter, that is done. You don't need to know anything else. You yeah, don't need you don't to see need what to. happens afterwards or what happened before when he was in the CIA or, or whatever. It's um, John did world building in like ten minutes, and it worked really, really, yeah, really well. You can you can spin off, and I I guess the good things about the t- the two sequels for that for John Wick are like they don't there's no time jump. It's like one ends and two begins with him kind of like. Oh, him driving driving the car out of the um shootout at the end and then oh, three right. three begins because the end of two he's kind of like been outed as there's a contract put on him because he wasn't allowed to come back or some shit like that or he killed someone oh yeah he killed somebody at the hotel didn't he yeah the and they were like they put out a hit on him and they, oh, the like, second second yeah. one yeah in the second oh, right. one. and they put yeah, a hit out on him one. at the end of two and he, they kind of give him like an hour head start and it's just him kind of running through Where's it says? In New York or is it? It's not New York. Generic American city. The location well, what... isn't really a part of it, is yeah, it? It's just the underworld. He's in. It's him yeah. kind of like. It's very like the Warriors esque of like one man trying to get out of the city by any means necessary with every single contract killer in the local area trying to kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, three's. F- it's fun, but like, yeah, it's, it's just like. 
action scenes kind of drag their feet a bit and it's like okay we get it you and Halle Berry spent six months learning how to do shootouts like can we move on from this fight scene now please but yeah John Wick definitely is the peak I think the list I've got here um well we'll talk about the new one I watched this week I watched I say new it came out ages ago the uh I watched Nobody which stars Bob Odenkirk which is probably the most unlikely of killers of yeah. Mr. Show and Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad fame. And I'll be honest with you guys, like, I think I said it in the group chat, this isn't just me being like, oh, I like everything. Like, that movie's pretty good. It's It knows what it is. It does yeah. some interesting things. And, like, he's quite convincing as somebody who did this job, which is mm. fucking wild to me to think, like, Bob Odenkirk <laughs> could do this kind of stuff. And it's got Christopher Lloyd's in it, and I didn't know that. It's got fucking... Oh, really? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in it as this... I keep thinking he's dead. Thing. I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd believe it. <laughs> yeah. To see him, you'd think um, he was. I think it's Rizzo or RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan is in it. Fucking Wu-Tang. But okay. <clears throat> a famed fucking martial arts fan, and like he loves action movies and stuff, so like... He's good in it. He, he, it's pretty fucking thing. There's a guy in there who's I like Michael Ironside's in it. He's only in it for like ten minutes, but he's fucking he's brilliant. He's just really great acting and just you look at it and go, Michael Ironside's gonna Michael Ironside's gonna play Michael Ironside in this movie, and you watch it and go, Yep, he played Michael yep. Ironside in this movie. It's <laughs> like whenever you see Clancy Brown in anything, it's like, oh right, yep, <laughs> yeah, um, medical Clancy. But there's a guy in there who looks I I like. It's never said, but like you get the implication that he saw the Winter Soldier and was like, "I'm gonna base my entire look around this." And he's just oh, like no. got was that kind of like, no, he's got this black, dark black beard and like that kind of like long black kind of slicked hair, and he's like a real tough guy. And it's just like he's like the he's the uncle, I guess, or like his wife's is he's Bob Odenkirk's wife's brother, so the kid's uncle, and he's like they all kind of go, oh. Well, he's the tough guy uncle because dad's just an accountant for the grandpa's fucking steel business or whatever the fuck. And, like, he doesn't... He, like, the movie kind Sounds of... Sounds like a weird B-plot. Yeah, it, well, I mean, yeah. It is, it's kind of... The, the reason that, I think, exists is because that's where the final battle kind of takes place. And they needed a place oh. for that to happen. And they needed a way for, like, him to have access to that. So, yeah. But, like, as a review, like... It doesn't, it doesn't just dive into like the um like something happens like John Wick and like oh this man had a family and now he's been pulled back into the game. You think it's gonna do that, but it doesn't for like twenty five minutes and it's just like this guy kind of oh. living this really mundane life and you can see he's not very happy. His wife kind of like they sleep with like a pillow between the two of them because they just don't really get on anymore and he's a bit bored and it's kind of funny that how like you think like it's like sh- filmed in this way that's like monday doosh, oh, really? week, tuesday doosh, but they just keep going like that for like three weeks of just that <laughs> and it's oh. just like and you think like it's going to be like oh this is going to be the day when something bad happens like no no just now it's friday now it's monday and you really get that feeling of this guy who's just really bored and Train then water. he goes to bed one night and somebody breaks into his house and like he um you think yeah this is it this spoilers for this movie guys and sorry but like i can't i've said before i can't talk spoilers drew doesn't care dan might care 
Um, yeah, I'm alright. I, I, I care spoil. about certain things, not stuff like this. This this is more of the setup, and like these these kids break into his house, and he's like, you know, take is only like twenty bucks in this thing. That's all we've got. They take his watch, and then the kid, the teenage boy, kind of like jumps one of them, and like Bob Odenkirk's got this like golf club, and he's about to hit because it's a man and a woman who break in. And he's about to hit this girl, and he spots a tattoo on her wrist, and he goes, "Right, I know, I, I reckon, I know that tattoo. I can chase that if I need to." And then he kind of stops himself, and then he's like, "Let him go, just let him go." And the kid's like, "What the fuck?" Like, you know. And then they have their police report and all, and the policeman or men are all kind of going, "You know, if that was my family, I wouldn't have been such a fucking wimp." Blah 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 blah. And then you think like, <clears throat> it sets up a very interesting thing of like him. That doesn't set him off. Like, the thing that set and sets him off is in the bowl with all the money in, his daughter loses, like, a kitty cat bracelet. And that's when he goes, right, snaps, and goes <laughs> after these... <laughs> yeah, because, like, that's what's important to him, is his kid's kind of, like, happiness. Okay. You know, the money eh, is not important. There wasn't a lot of money there. And he does this real setup of, like, what kicks him off. But that actually, tan- like, nothing really comes of that. And something else is what kind of pulls him back into this life. And you get across this feeling of, like, this man who's been living this kind of, like, shell of himself. And when he gets pulled back into this life of fighting and killing, he's He's really, alive again. He's alive again. And, like, he sells it really fucking well, man. I definitely mm-hmm. think nobody is worth a watch. If you like John Wick and if you like something that kind of takes it, takes a little slant on it that isn't just, like, more ridiculous, like actiony it's kind of funny there's this comedy in it you know it's well worth fucking watching i would definitely recommend that to people um hmm. but yeah drew yes thoughts <laughs> <laughs> i too like john Have wick thoughts. i thought that was that was a uh, no john wick is the best one of a lot i think yeah um, but I did like uh, Atomic Blonde as well. Yeah, I um, I, I, I really still haven't that. seen all of it, but that's supposed um, to be another one that's highly rated. But there was one in a uh, in 2010 with Angelina Jolie, which I thought was all right. Nothing special called Salt. Oh, I remember oh, yeah. Salt. Yeah, which I thought was all right. Uh, I quite enjoyed that. They're not. They're by no means as good as John Wick. John Wick set a precedent. Yeah, which it's it's currently but fucking itself. Uh, but it did uh, it set something there which I don't think many people will be able to copy because the uh, the dude is it Chad Stahelski uh, uh, who directed it is yeah. is he's like a a full time stunt performer he's been doing it I mean he was in like uh, fucking films all the way like back to the nineties as a stunt performer he's in the Matrix mm-hmm. as well Keanu Reeves stunt performer it's definitely and, John Wick is definitely looks like a movie for by stuntmen for stuntmen you know what I mean yeah I think that's what it is I think that's why it works so well with the action as well especially they do things like obviously they'll slip up every now and again but they'll make sure the rounds between shots and the guns guns run out of ammunition small things like that which again I think like I said before with films you don't notice but they make a difference in just how things play out subconsciously they just make scenes seem a bit better they've got some hokey scenes then I think it's the third one oh no it's the second one where they're having a a silenced pistol shootout in the middle of like a a New York subway. Um, oh yeah, which is yeah. just ridiculous. But yeah, I think that's, that, that's clearly work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's there's a really good YouTube video of a dude who's done that a realistic version of that and put the noises in. It's <laughs> great. 
but uh uh scenes like that were obviously played for a bit a bit of a laugh but i yeah. think um i think john wick one was was amazing i like dan said i don't think there's ever been a setup like it when they're describing a character as well as the villain does in that vigo yeah to oh, his son God, I love while that they're scene. just doing the speech and what i liked about that is there was no like um it, it felt really well written I mean, I know it wasn't. I know it was hokey, like, oh, he was fucking Bobby Yeager or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it felt well written because they weren't just going, he's the toughest man alive. God damn, what are we going to do? They were, he was just yeah. like, look, here's the problem. What you've just done is it's... pissed off the most dangerous man we know. And the reason he's so good at what he does, he, he built this entire empire. He allowed me to build it. And I like that you, they never give you that backstory as to what he no. did there. Yeah. You, you just get the impression in the first one that he is so dangerous that he doesn't want to be that dangerous himself. Yeah. He's so good at it. But the second one I thought was a nice, it it took it to a point where I thought, this is still interesting. You know, you go across the world and different countries have their, their same, you know, their hotels and their gunsmiths and things like that. So that was nice. Then it got to the end. It killed the dude in, in the, uh, the hotel set himself on a bad path. I thought that was really cool. Not, it felt like a natural progression, but the third one just went hell for leather yeah. with the stunts and some stupid stuff. But it had some, some of the best stuntmen in the business in it mm. as well. Um, yeah, and like some of the, the stunt work in it uh, was, was incredible. So it's like you said, it was... I think it's the not third to say, one... It's not to say the third one isn't bad because it's got lots of stunts in it. The stunts in it are fantastic. The knife fight in the library with the, with the fucking antique knives and just like against three people and stuff, it's fucking really well it's, it's yeah. still really well choreographed it's just but, there's too much of it i think you know but the amount of cgi as well that you don't realize in yeah. that scene when he's uh, uh they're in that um that antique store and they're fighting mm. and they they keep the flow just small things like the the breaking of the, the glass. glass to get a new knife out it's so much of it is just cg, CG. um and you utilized really well um yeah. that it it does make the scene seem just a lot cooler to watch but it's definitely for um it's definitely a film for stuntmen um and it's just a film films, to be watched yeah. yeah just to be watching cool stunts happen but the first one had a really cool accessible sort of plot the usual plot bullshit like why doesn't he just kill him in the warehouse instead of letting his fucking guys do it if he's so dangerous but you can sort of let let things like that go because it's really well set so, up and um... the dog thing was obviously yeah, it's it's the, one of the that, quickest that, that ways. That was either going to work or it wasn't. And when they went right, this is going to look really hokey and stupid or really good. The reason I think it worked is because they made Vigo Sun into such a fucking <laughs> annoying cunt. Yeah. He's yeah. such a prick, and it's 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 almost unsatisfying that all he does is shoot him in the head. Yeah, yeah like, when he gets him, more, you were that prolonged, him. didn't you? Yeah, but I was just thinking, just fucking batter him. Just, but I thought that fits with the character as well. Like yeah, he's, he just wouldn't waste any time. Yeah, yeah, he's not in it for the malice. He's in there to just get in, get out, get a job done. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, Atomic Blonde though is really good. Yeah, that's I very much finishing that. one of the um, one of the and movies that came amazing out after. soundtrack. Is it? Is it too? Oh yeah, cool. I'll put a list. I'll put watch here. I remember the soundtrack um, being quite prominent in the trailers for that, and I just never got around to seeing it. Um, but yeah, that did seem really cool. But like, what are you saying about with um, with um, John Wick and like, you know, they're not going like, oh, you know, he's the biggest, baddest guy. It's just that every actor 
who isn't Keanu Reeves in that, is so good at portraying absolute fear. Yeah. There's like the little nuances in their expression, the little sort of like things when he's like, and you did what? Sort of thing. Yeah. And it's it, it's that it's... sort of like subtle kind of like menace that permeates well, the film it's like because when he pulls... Keanu Reeves is in it and you're like, oh no, it's going to go they, so um... badly for all of you. Definitely. Like when he put when they steal the car and he tries to bring it to the chop shop and the guy's like, "Where did you get this car?" He's like, "Where did you get this car?" It's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, it, "Do you know whose car this is? You need to get this out of my fucking." Sh-. He's like, "You need to get this out of here right fucking now." <laughs> you know? And the guy's just like, "What? Just fucking strip it, man! Come on, I want fucking." He's like, "Get this fucking car out of here now." There's <laughs> like that's... building tension as well. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah, so good. That's got the, the phone call. Like, everyone used to rave about that. Taking phone call where it's like, I will find you and I will kill you, blah, blah, blah. But that's got the one where he just goes, oh, he, he stole John Wick's car, sir, and killed his dog, and he just goes, oh. Yeah. And that, yeah. like, that <laughs> just, like, sells it completely. Like, just says, yeah. oh, and hangs up. And I thought, that oh, immediately sets off that tone that he's, you don't need to be like, oh, I'm going to do a big speech about killing someone. Just that, like, mm. oh shit, like John Wick's pissed off. It was and really just, to just... the extent where he like beats the shit out of his own son as well. Yeah, for doing it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, like, I've got on my list here. I googled John Wick like movies. I put like movies like John oh. Wick, and what came up? I got there's some good fucking ones here. I like Taken. Obviously, came up. Tony Blonde, Polar, which is the uh, Mads Mikkelsen new one that came out. I think last year or this year. I haven't seen that. Has anyone seen that? It was on oh. Netflix. I've not heard of it. Yeah. Watching, so I, I, I didn't know. One that, one that came up, which know. I think me and Drew will remember really quite fondly, was Faster. Do you remember Faster? Yeah, I remember Faster. I, I quite enjoyed that. I, well. I liked it as well, because like, it's just, he's only got like six bullets or some shit like that, and he just goes and kills like six people. <laughs> and it's just fucking it, mental. It was back when The Rock was still feeling like he had some... Wait. prowess too and yeah. it wasn't just being just saying oh i'm the rock or i'm yeah. the toughest dude around speaking of which um i thought the rock was a fairly big guy until have you seen what fucking chris emsworth posted is his... oh my yeah. god i saw him Jesus fucking Christ. but like yeah but then there's a picture about a week ago of him he's like with his kid and he says says like my kid oh, asked yeah. um what you want. I asked my kid what he wants to be when he grows up, and he's like Superman. And he was like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, you can't win them all. I got two other kids." <laughs> but like all, like all of his brothers were on his Instagram going like, "Mate, look at them pins. You're skipping leg day." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at those fucking pins. You look like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brutal as fuck. But yeah, that, was- that picture of Hemsworth and Tyker, and it's like. He's fucking huge in this movie. Because he's bulking up for um, Hulk Hogan, isn't he? Um, for that oh, biopic that, that they're doing. Yeah, that's why. So, I mean, like, I don't think he was going to get... He, I don't think the intention was for him to get as big. It'd mm. be normal floor size sort of thing. But because he's moving on to do Hulk Hogan next, and he's saying he's had to be the biggest ever to, to, to be able to carry that off. Um, it just kind of coincided with them filming Love and Thunder and him just being absolutely massive. So from the end of Endgame, when he goes from being sort of like, you know, chunky Pretty boy chubby, Thor, yeah. to just the most ridiculous fucking size he's ever been. There is just... there is no way. Like I'm, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. In the other films, 
could have been natural, might not be. There is no way that's, that's not that natural. Off the no. Naturally, it's, no. Yeah, we all. You like, can say one. It's not. I've I've been doing it long enough now to tell you yeah. it's not. That is not it's natural. Not. Like the it's spoilers. Natural. Like just to let everyone know the inside baseball for the movie industry. Like we've said this before. Like Marvel Super Soldier Serum Israel is called HGH. Like, <laughs> you, know, yeah. like yeah. you can get it. It's you know that's what it is. Don't do it. Everyone's on like, it. Of course, on of it, course, but... actors are going to deny it because yeah. they don't want to fucking ruin their rep. Like yeah. you just you don't go up and down in shape to no. that degree. Like over the no, just it doesn't happen. But that that's also insane. reminds me, another good John Wick esque film is Extraction with um, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, as well. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Like, I really enjoyed that when I watched that because that was. I liked it because he punches a child. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. He knocks that kid the fuck out. Uh... I, felt, I felt seen when I watched that film because <laughs> he punched a child. <laughs> he um, does. I mean, finally, he piss off in Australia. Yeah. I've got, I've got upgrade on here, which I think is kind of like, sort of that. in the same vein. Fuck yeah, because yeah, upgrade is... is fucking brilliant because it's literally this guy this paraplegic who's been given this implant and it just turns him into this like instantly expert like killer like not even Upgrade. in a way that's like not in a way that's like a guy who knows how to kill but like efficient killing of like this is how yeah. you efficiently kill a person you know what i mean and like the way that it's is... shot it's oh well. that is the film venom should have been yes we yeah guess. i hear a lot of that that's the second Definitely. time I've had Upgrade mentioned in the last couple of days, actually, because a friend of it's mine was at a barbecue what? the other night. It's graphic. It's well worth a watch. Like, it's not... Like, expect gore, expect gore, but it's not like... Yeah. It's not gore for the sake of it being gory. It's just like, this is what would happen if you did these things to these people. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And um, it's not... They don't linger on it. It's just like... Oh, it's not like stylized or anything. No, it's just like, yeah. oh, Jesus, that's brutal. But um, That's cool. Yeah, that movie is fucking just like there's a way that like if you see the trailer, there's a there's a shot where like he's like knocked on the floor and the the robot in his head says, "Would you like to upgrade?" and he just goes, "Yes," and then he just kind of like pulls himself up, like like literally kind of like oh, right. almost vertically, like dragging cam- her out of a coffin. Yeah, basically, but the camera goes from him lying down and tracks him, and it tracks him through the entire shot, and it's oh right, it's, I can visualize that. And it's really insanely well done. And like the behind the scenes for that, like they're saying is like the reason why that how they did that is like through all of that fucking system, the actor, I think it's Lee Wan is it Lee Wanel, isn't it? No, that's the director. That's the director. Um, the actor is uh I forgot his name, Tom Hardy. He's the Tom yeah. Hardy lookalike. Yeah. Um, he's in yeah, Tenet. He's in Tenet. Um he has an iPhone tied to like strapped to his chest that you can't see under his clothes and the right. camera rig the camera rig tracks the accelerometer in the phone so oh, it wow. tracks the angle of where the phone is and it just follows him exactly so every minute movement he makes where he moves his shoulder think that the camera can like move with him perfectly in sync and it makes it look so visually fucking cool to see like but it's in the trailer so it's not i really love spot. shit like that I love shit it's, where it's like, yeah, we just kind of like to spot this together, and it's like one of the most yeah. affecting sort oh, of uh, sequences. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, James Cameron's fucking down there, going through trenches. Strap this iPad to your chest, mate. <laughs> I um, I've got on here. Like Drew's probably seen the the mechanic, the Jason Statham version, right? 
yeah 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 i but i've got on here the original version from 2005 with dolph lundgren which is like the german version which i think is better and that's I've another film either it's it's basically the dolph lundgren one is this guy who lives in this really he's like retired to this really really remote looks like east german village and he's just fixing fucked cars for a living and like this these fucking pieces of shit human beings kind of raid the town and try and kill people or something like that and he just goes full psychopath and just you find out that this guy is just this incredibly fuck okay what was i talking about uh we're back sorry technical issues there um the mechanic yeah you get this this he really sells this like um persona of like a, a guy who can just really fucking handle himself a history of violence is another good movie based on a comic book which is very much like that vigo mortensen plays a guy who's just retired works as a, as a cook in this small town diner and like his past kind of catches up with him and like it's got ed harris in it and it's just like he just vigo just goes fucking ham on these guys and it's really fucking good i think drew drew likes that as well don't you no i wasn't a big fan of that but really? that had my pet <clears throat> yeah, it had my pet hate in it. Uh, I hate more than anything in movies uh, a sex scene. Oh, this yeah, I don't like the sex scene on the stairs either. It's really just like it just update every t- if a films go on, it will fuck it up for me. Yeah, like because I'm just like I, I don't care. Yeah, I care. Fuck really. I, I'm not. I don't want to see that. It doesn't doesn't make anything. But um, um, yeah, but... it seldom adds something to the plot, does it? It's just it's, yeah. It's I, never. I always really. I always it's find like, them to Unless it's a film that's, you know, sort of built around sort of sexual desire and things like that, where it's like a key theme and it's to do with some sort of like something that would happen as a result of it. Yeah, no, just just throwing in arbitrary ones. It just seems a bit bit daft. Yeah. There was a it's film with, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Um, Willem Dafoe. Like, I can't remember what it was called. This film must be like five or six years old now. Um. But it's by the dude who did uh, Nympho. I can't remember the director's oh, name. fucking Lars von Trier. Is it Lars von Trier? Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't even remember what the film is about. I think I turned it off after 15 minutes. The opening is just raw dick. Like, it's just <laughs> hard raw dick. <laughs> oh, I think I've just, heard of this, actually. Just, yeah. just plowing a woman. And I was like, come on, mate. So I, like, skipped that bit and was like, no, I'm out of this. You fucked it up. I've, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see any of it. That isn't artsy. It's just cock. It's just fuck. It's just like <laughs> it's just like porn. That's all it is. Like, and that's what that's yeah. how they that's how they film those as well because they don't get the actors to do it. They hire stunt actors who are porn stars to do those things. That's what Nymphomaniac is. It's got quote unquote real sex in it, and it's just they've just hired porn stars to do close ups of just fucking. Just, and it's just pointless. This, like it, yeah. it's literally just there to sell the things. Like this movie's got real sex in it. It's like yeah, but I can watch that for free on the internet. Have you not heard of the internet? Like, I don't need yeah. to go to the cinema and pay fucking four, 25 quid to have oh. shit food with my fucking, you know, and just be there and be uncomfortable with my girlfriend. With an <laughs> yeah. in a room yeah. full of strangers. And it's just like, uh, you know. It's but... totally it's totally weird. The whole film, I mean, the film is just weird. I wish you could remember what it's called. Um, it's it's the, the title's like... Willem Dafoe's some... cock. Willem Dafoe, pretty much, yeah. It's like, the, the film is just, it just opens and it's like, Green check goblet. out this wang. Like, but that's not oh, the first time he's got his cock out in film either, because he <clears> did it for, um, or like he supposedely did it for uh, Spider-Man. The Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> he was... <laughs> Spider-Man, yeah. But I think it's Last Temptation of Christ. But um, 
He's like <laughs> just naked. on his glider and just the top half of the flight suit <laughs> just, and the rest of it. So just just flapping. flapping. And because, because <laughs> of the high speed, all you can hear is that like... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like flapping <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> Just, I don't, see, I'd, I'd watch that film. I'd, I'd 100% watch a Spider-Man film that opened with a slow-mo shot. Real close-up of just a cock. Just it in the wind. That bit where he's, he's like... like that bit where he abducts Aunt May will be completely sinister, wouldn't it? You know, and is there like... Um, what's the oh. thing where she's praying in bed or something? And yeah. then he's... Oh, what is it? He says... um. Like finish it, finish it, <laughs> evil. He's just like, <laughs> just like when he's just like hold, hold, holding JG on the chair and going, "Where does he? Where do you get the pictures of Spider Man?" He's like, "Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I can't focus." Anyway, um, I've got on here the the accountant, which is hilarious because it's Ben Affleck plays an autistic, like autistic, um. Hitman, <laughs> and it's just like so fucking like what? Oh, just yeah, don't watch that. Jack Reacher is kind of a stretch because that very much is Tom Cruise. Like it starts off of him kind of going, oh, this, this guy just took out an entire bar full of people who were trying to harass a lady, and it's like yeah, but there's no real secret to that because it's a really generic. Like he's clearly the guy who can do these things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that Tom Cruise is notoriously like five foot six, and Jack Reacher's in the books is like six <laughs> six foot eight. I love, I love that Tom Cruise is, is notorious for being five foot six. <laughs> He's There's notorious. No <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what makes him notorious. Yeah, his height. Notorious for riding those roller coasters where you can't get on. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'd say the toy choice picks for me are definitely like John Wick. Drew said Atomic Bond. Give Faster a go. It's a really early rock movie. Definitely worth a watch. The Mechanic, the Jason Statham one, I think, is good. I've heard. It's not bad, you know. Very generic, but it's worth a watch if you want action. Upgrade, definitely. Everyone should be watching Upgrade. Like, I might you, watch will, tonight. you will like it, or else. <laughs> you will like it. <laughs> but, uh. Um, going back to more sort of like the sort of more, I say, classics movies, whatnot, but I mean. Mm. The first person who sprung to mind when you said this topic was Harrison Ford going back to sort of... Because he wasn't sort of like an action star. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He never, Apart from Indy, he well, didn't I mean, really consider... Even, like... even Indy is like... Indiana Jones, <laughs> what sells him is the fact that he does these things, but you very you very much feel the weight on his, of impact against him, except for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is really shit. But like, yeah. there's the line in Raiders where it's like, you know aren't you getting a little old for this? And he's like, it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. And like that definitely sells yeah. that that theme of like, like it's not that I'm getting old, it's just this shit sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean, like it just hurts. Because same with the, the Fugitive as well. He was very much like a, just an everyman. <laughs> yeah, an everyman. Wasn't it? Be, yeah, but I mean, there's, yeah. Like, I've got a, I've got a Force, theory. That people... Air Force One as well. Harrison Ford getting chased down in movies is literally just other actors trying to get him to enjoy a role. I feel like the fugitive, they literally chased Harrison Ford to the end of a sewer pipe. And they're like, will you just fucking play someone? And he's like, no, I'm not. Like, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate this, this movie. 
Tommy Lee, oh, I yeah, hate yeah, this yeah. movie. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Harrison Ford's a good shout. I mean, Air Force One's another one of just like, and even his um Jack Ryan stuff of like, you don't really get the feeling when Jack Ryan in all the presidents, all the presidents men, no, not all the presidents men, um, whatever their fucking movies are called, I can't remember. Um, cool. He's supposed to be the CIA pencil pusher kind of guy, but he can actually hold, handle himself, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's. And a good there was there, there were also in a time where the only other action movies were like the Arnie and Slice Alone, like the big muscle proper action. Of, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's um, why I always preferred the more the more discreet, the Bruce Willis, the more discerning um, action hero who yeah. didn't look. You look somebody who looks like well, not like me, obviously, but um, but someone like looks like in the street, someone like Die Hard of like this guy with the widow's peak. It was just a cop, yeah. you know what I mean? And he's just doing yeah. his best. You Did know? you get my hair dig there at me? I get it, that's fine. No, I didn't No, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like, like more Bruce Glass, Willis. That, I that saying, oh yeah, the widow peak. I'm the fucking same, man. I just hide it. But yeah, definitely. I haven't got the hair Well, before, before the fucking recording goes to shit again, I think we should end. That's been the show. Uh, yeah, give John Wick a watch, rewatch it. Give Nobody a watch. It doesn't seem like it'll be good, but it is worth your time. Um, hmm. Upgrade, give that a go as well. Um, uh, what's the date this week? Loki and Black Widow are until the end of, beginning of July, so it's still a ways away from there. Uh, Loki's out next week, isn't it? No, Ju- June. they both come out July 9th. It's June 9th for Loki, it's next week. Yeah. July. Right. I'm sure it's July. Okay. I'm sure you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd happily be proven wrong because it gives us yeah. something really good to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it is uh, because they said you only had to wait like a couple of weeks since. Um... Mm. Yeah, 9th of June 2021. There you go. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, Push it yeah, down to my neck. Um, cool. And I think. But oh, when's What If out? Oh, that's August. W. Yeah, it's going to be Loki, Black the Widow, then that then yeah it's bouncing back and forth um we will definitely be watching loki then uh we'll talk about that next week that's been the show uh i'm pillow pants on instagram pillow p for nt5 dan is dan morton underscore morton yeah the underscore remember it remember it sway.tattoo sway.tattoo give us all a follow like the like the show follow the show if you listen to the show on spotify give us a follow really helps boost us tell your friends tell everything tell everything tell the fucking post box just look at it and go post box listen to the bat report it's really average (laughs) (laughs) that's a good show yeah um you can email us at bamfreportpod at outlook.com oh have we had anything in yet uh no <laughs> uh, <clears throat> give us your suggestions, your feedback, anything, topics to talk about, just questions. We'll answer questions. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll give un- uninformed opinions on the internet because fuck it, everyone else does. You know? Yep. That's what it's for. <laughs> That's what the internet's for. Lying to people. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you all have a good week. We've had a Reasonably a week. A day. <laughs> a day. Uh, and that's been it. Um, catch you all next week. Goodbye. Go build my Bye. Bye.